Welcome back to the Dead Drop Game News Podcast, your secure download of video game news from across the industry twice a week in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Matthew Bliss. For all the stories from today's episode, head to deaddroppodcast.com. Send your questions and shout outs for our upcoming community episode to network at deaddroppodcast.com. And these are the gaming headlines from the 26th of January, 2023. Forspoken, a game that's been delayed several times, developed by Square Enix, and is a brand new RPG is finally in the hands of some reviewers, and there seems to be a very wide but critical discourse about the nature of the game. There were reviews coming out at the moment that vary all the way from a 9.5 out of 10, all the way down to a 5 out of 10, and some of them really enjoy the story, the pacing, and how much the voice acting really portrays real life and some people are just irritated by it. There are even some reports that say that it feels flat, that the dialogue isn't engaging. As I was scrolling Twitter, I found some of these varying reports and there are some people saying that they thoroughly enjoy it and some saying that it's not even worth touching. Not only has Forspoken been delayed several times, but Square Enix has failed to give review copies of the game prior to the embargo to many of the outlets that would otherwise be providing game reviews which told a lot of the industry that maybe they're not as proud of this work as they probably should be. And I'd say that's what has opened up this very varying and critical discourse on social media. I myself don't look at these reviews particularly much. If the game appeals to me, I'm going to tackle it. And this is one that I would like to give a try. But I will link in the show notes a gamesindustry.biz article that tries to summarize some of these scores and reviews and try to capture it in a way that means that you're getting a balanced view of what the game could be like. At the time of recording, the Metacritic score for the game is 68. There you go. In more troubling industry news, it seems that a manager at Blizzard Entertainment has been ousted or left of his own volition under protest of a scheme that implies performance ranking for employees in terms of their progress. As you can imagine, performance reviews is a major part of any employee in the company, And Brian Birmingham has now left Blizzard because the stack ranking policy in Blizzard would force him to give a negative performance review for someone who did incredibly well. Bloomberg apparently reported on this without consulting him directly, which is a bit of a red mark. And all the information out there about the stack ranking policy is quite detailed and intricate, so I won't try to explain it in short form here. But the point being that Brian has come out on Twitter, which is linked in the show notes, in a very long thread trying to explain all the positions that he had, why he left, and what that system meant for why he left as well. We also get a very good history about how the stack ranking policy started to come in as Activision bought up Blizzard and then bought up King, becoming an entire upper echelon parent company and trying to manage all of the employees of all those companies in the same way despite game development being quite different. Again, I don't do this topic enough justice, and it is a bit of a problem in the games industry. So if you're a developer, if you're a part of the games industry in any way, I would urge you to look at all the content that I've left in the show notes for you so that you can be informed on this issue. Riot Games is back in the news after the reports of layoffs earlier this week, where instead they've been hacked. It seems that the source code for League of Legends, Teamfight Tactics, and the anti-cheat platforms associated with them has been exposed to a hacker that accessed those materials through social engineering. 
All of these are big red flags for players of the games, and it's more than likely you will have to wait for more information from Riot Games before they can say it's resolved and that nothing will impact the gaming experience of their many customers. Although in light of this, it's possible that more cheats will come out for the games and that they will have to be very wary of any new cheat software that comes out for these online competitive experiences. And if you're a fan, don't worry, it seems like no user data has been revealed as part of this hack, but we'll have to wait to hear more from Riot Games. Nintendo has come out and warned Switch users that with rapidly changing temperatures from hot to cold, there may be condensation issues with the Nintendo Switch. It seems to be non-specific about whether this is inside or outside the screen, but it does advise that if you do notice any condensation on or in the unit, that you should power it off immediately. It seems that Microsoft, in response to the FTC lawsuit, has sent Sony a subpoena to divulge confidential business details as part of their case. This may be a way for Microsoft to put the ball in their court, because I'm sure Sony doesn't want to reveal any confidential information about its future plans, as they have been saying outright from the very start that Call of Duty being on Xbox will affect their bottom line. Apparently, the subpoena was issued on the 17th of January. This has been extended to a response from the 27th of January. And Sony here has the chance to limit or quash or otherwise respond to the subpoena. Your move, PlayStation. Yuri Lowenthal, the voice actor of Peter Parker for the upcoming Marvel's Spider-Man 2 game, has had to come out and say that the game is so massive and there's so many voice lines for Peter Parker that he still has a little bit more work to do. But that being said, there shouldn't be a delay on the horizon, as he also reassured fans that the fall 2023 release window is still on the cards. And yes, I know you're all somehow surprised that it wasn't Troy Baker. In a sharp move, the Reset Error forum site has said that they will no longer be permitting any discussions or promotions about the upcoming game Hogwarts Legacy on their site. This is an expanded ban after they were only talking about promotion of the game, where now they will be preventing any discussion at all. The mod team came out and said that they were choosing to expand the prior ban because of the issues put forth by Rowling and her active attempts towards legislation that will hurt trans people. A lot of discussion around the development of this game and how close it is to Rowling is at the forefront where the developers seem to have no attachment to Rowling. And yet this is a strong move in support of an important movement and hopefully will support that movement on the release of the game as well. And a few quick ones to finish off. It seems that Microsoft is reporting its Xbox monthly active users has hit a record 120 million with new highs for Game Pass subscriptions during its second quarter. This came from their major earnings call, where they also said that in December 2022, their overall revenue had declined by 13% year on year. And yet with a high user count, they still laid off 5% of their workforce. In upcoming game releases, it seems that Crystal Dynamics is gearing up to announce a new Tomb Raider game. After Marvel's Avengers is now going to be out of the way, it leaves room for the CD team to move all of their resources into the currently under development Tomb Raider game. The new Dead Space remake developers are terrified to play it, and one is even quoted as, when I'm playing it at night, I can't play it with headphones. That will be out in a day or two. 
The Last of Us Episode 2 released this week as well and broke a record, marking a 22% increase over last week's 4.7 million viewer premiere. There's also a fancy little Google widget for mobile phones, also linked in the show notes. And lastly, Life is Strange 2, an underappreciated sequel to the original, jumps to Switch next month on the 2nd of February. It's a five-part saga, and it will complete the complement of games now being available on Switch, with True Colors becoming available last year. And those were the big gaming headlines for the 26th of January 2023. For show notes, transcripts, and more, head to deaddroppodcast.com. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you'd like to support the show, head to deaddroppodcast.com forward slash support and buy me a coffee. Join me every Monday and Thursday for the latest game news and make sure to tell your friends about the Dead Drop. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days. I'm struggling to know what to play at the moment. Give me some game recommendations by email as well, and I'll pick them up and give them a go. Appreciate you.